Welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm Bruce Anthony, your host here to lead the conversation in important events and topics that are shaping today's society. Join the conversation by following us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch our video podcasts. Rate, review, like, comment, share. Share with your friends, share with your family, hell, even share with your enemies. On today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about a funny, or not funny, an interesting story in the news. We're going to be talking about Manosphere, and also we'll be praising some men some of the time. But that's enough of the intro. Let's get to the show. What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. I can't call it. You got something new to introduce to the audience today? I do. There's a new addition to my little family of mm-hmm. me and, and my dog, Tenderoni. His name is Roscoe, and he is an eight-week-old puppy. He's a Doberman Bull Mastiff mix. I did not know I was getting him. <laughs> but, but when the call came in, hey, can you take this dog? I'm about to go pick him up. I just ran to PetSmart and bought all the puppy stuff I could think of. And he has been a great addition to the family. Roni just loves them. They play together. They're so cute. And he's just a little dumpling. And I'm just so happy. So. He is absolutely adorable. And I was really hoping that Roni would take to him because we know Roni don't like dogs. Roni did not mm-hmm. like crypto at all. Roni didn't like Tokyo when you uh, rescued that dog for the, for that night. But mm-hmm. Roni has just taken to yes. uh, little, little Roscoe. And that's not his. Uh, tell the people what his full name is. His name is Roscoe Gerald Levert. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody always asks, but I mean, Tenderoni's name is Tenderoni Shalimar. <laughs> but I saw him and he 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 just looked like a Roscoe, and uh, I never thought I would name a dog Roscoe. I mean, judging by my my first dog, I mean, her name is Tenderoni. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a you know typical dog name type person, but he looked like a Roscoe. Also, I've been watching Reacher on Prime. Great show. And the the main cop lady, her name is Roscoe. So I think it was just in my head. Her first name it, is Roscoe. Is it Roscoe? Yeah, that was kind of like a like the joke. She introduced herself. He's like, your name is Roscoe? And she's like, yes. Oh, you're watching the first season. I don't even remember yes. her. Yeah, I don't even remember her name, but uh, yeah. oh, okay, yes, 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 yeah. Okay, the first season, the detective Roscoe. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, I got it. Yes, I got it. Yes, good show. Good <laughs> you show. called me. You called me. I don't know if you remember. Uh, would you send me a memo? Okay, I, you sent me a memo, and you was like, "Are you as big as Reacher?" And I said, first season, I'm as big as Reacher. The second season, I am not as big as Reacher." He gets oh, second season. He's big. He gets, How is that possible? He gets. He gets a lot bigger. He looks like um, a version of The Rock in the second season. How is that? How can he? Because first season Reacher, he was gigantic. Yes. No, he's so, like my. He's like my build. He's my height. Uh, he yeah. might be Actually, he might be six five instead of six four. 
big guy, big guy. He was mm-hmm. Aquaman on Smallville. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've known, followed his career for a long time. So he's a little, slightly younger than me. I think he's around 42, 43. Mm-hmm. Um, so just slightly younger than I am. And he said he had to get himself in shape. He had to get to 235 pounds um, before the start of the first season. And so mm-hmm. he killed himself. He had eight months to do it. And I think that was like he had to put on like 25 pounds or something like that uh, of muscle. And yeah. so he said he killed himself in the gym. And then after the season was over, you know, he did his regular physical. They did blood work. And they, he was like, I didn't have any testosterone left. Like, it was all gone. And I was like, yeah, bro, you're 40. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it starts it starts leaking from us at the age of 30. Not leaking. It's, yeah, no, it starts leaking. It starts <laughs> leaking from us at the age of 30. Uh, <laughs> by the time you get to 40, it's like, yo, do I got any more? And he didn't have any more left. So oh. to prepare for the second season, he started doing testosterone shots. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm not knocking them, you know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. people got to do testosterone shots. Would I do testosterone shots? No, because I don't want to take no shots. But if there was some testosterone pills. If you had I, a testosterone deficiency. Oh, I absolutely, like, I'm 44. I can yeah. feel it when I go to the gym. I'm tired all the time. All the yeah. symptoms that he said, I need to go get some blood work done. Because all the symptoms <laughs> that he said. I got (laughs) just being tired all the time, lethargic, really trying to kick yourself in the gear in the gym. It's It's got to be hard to carry that much muscle around, like that much weight. Like it's got to be just getting up from a chair. Like it can't be easy to do. And you hear me when I get up a chair and sit down. You always talk about how I'm making sounds. It ain't easy to move this body. Jeez. Some of my yeah. clients now, some of my clients now, I just I just be lazy. And they'll have weights in their hands and they're like, um, so here you want to take this? Because normally back in the day I would grab everything and move all this yeah. stuff around. I was like, you can put it right over there. I just be <laughs> you can put it right over there. You don't need yeah. my help for that. Go ahead and put that right over there. That's call call that a rep. That's <laughs> go on and put it back. Go on and put it back. Well, Okay, this is a weird segue, and you you kind of didn't want to talk about this, but I was like, this is interesting. Well, well, first, we have to say something very important. Okay, say say what's important. Today's February 1st. That's happy right. Black, happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. I thought we normally yeah. say that at the end. That's what you did last year. Bruce, I don't know what I did last week. <laughs> you and I'm black, that. y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm bliggity black. And I'm black, y'all. And if y'all don't get that, that's a CB4 reference. If you follow yes. me on Instagram, you saw that I posted that on my stories. Yes. Um, yes. Okay, Jay, that was a weird. I'm trying to get to this story, and you say Happy Black History Month. And, yeah, and, but <laughs> I want to make it even more difficult for us to talk about this. Well, we're gonna talk about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was. <laughs> <laughs> perusing the, the it's not funny it's not funny it's not but, funny but i find it interesting so i uh, you know as always i'm on the internet reading articles all day long every day mm-hmm. all day long that's what i do mm-hmm. and this headline comes across and it says basically i'm paraphrasing man with head on youtube video and i was like huh what is this so i click yeah. on it and basically here's a story uh, Justin Moan is a man from Levingtown, uh, Pennsylvania. He's been accused of a serious crime, y'all. Serious. Yeah. According yeah. to reports, he allegedly beheaded his father, 
uh, and then displayed the severed head, the severed head in a YouTube video. Uh, he was taken into custody on suspicion of first degree murder. I don't know how there's any suspicion uh, when he got his dad's head on a YouTube video. Uh, yeah. Yes, he showed it on a YouTube video. It was it's since been taken down from YouTube. But yes. uh, suspicion for first degree murder and denied bail. I would hope he'd be denied bail. He was found yeah. in a National Guard base after allegedly committing the crime. The incident has caused a significant disturbance in the local community. I mean, I guess it would. Uh, mm -hmm. Justin has expressed a variety of uh, beliefs on his social media platforms. He's described himself as a musician. I mean, that's pretty good. A producer, an author of seven books that's available on Amazon, uh, mm -hmm. a commander of America's National I, Network of Militias. Those are going to get taken from down from Amazon so quickly if they haven't mm, been already. Maybe. Uh, it, he's the com he's the the commander of America's National Network of Militias. Uh, these mm. are all his all other things that he said he was on his social media. Uh, he's the acting president of the United States and even suggested he might be the Messiah. Mm. The video posted on YouTube, uh, he expressed anti-government sentiments and called for the execution of all federal workers claiming that they betrayed American citizens. And he rallied against what are described as far left, woke, pro-immigrant, pro-Black Lives Matter and pro-LGBTQ influencers uh, in the federal government that he said are destroying America. Um, and, and the reason why he killed his dad, because his dad was a federal worker. Mm -hmm. So as he said, you got to kill all federal workers. So he killed his dad and beheaded him. Um, yeah, so he's in jail right now. So I thought that was an interesting story. And, 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 and I know you didn't want to talk about it, but what's interesting to me is we're in an election year mm -hmm. and you have these people on the far right. They are saying these inflammatory things to cause fear and get people riled up. And you're going to see things like this. This is an extreme, right? Yes. But how, how extreme is it really? Because three years ago, there was a storming at the Capitol on January 6th where they were literally had nooses calling to hang Mike Pence. Now, mm -hmm. anybody that believes that if they didn't get their hands on Mike Pence or AOC or or um, any any politicians that they didn't like, if you didn't right. think that they would hurt those politicians, you're you're I, you're delusional. So. I find it fascinating. And the whole theme of today's episode is how media influences stupid mm -hmm. people. <laughs> That's stupid people. <laughs> okay. That's that's what the whole how, how media influences vulnerable people. Vulnerable well, vulnerable people are stupid people. No, that's not no. true. That's that's not true. I'm taking no. that back. That's <laughs> that's that's not true. But right. definitely vulnerable people. And there's a lot of people out there, you know, I love watching <laughs> I love watching these interviewers that interview people at, at Trump rallies and, and just hear their beliefs and it's not all, I, I said stupid people, it's not all stupid people. There are some smart people that keep getting fed information. If you keep getting fed the same information over and over and over again, even when you think it's a lie in the beginning, when it's jammed down your throat, you're going to start to believe, oh, this is actually the truth. Yeah. So I don't know. what you think? Um, I think we are woefully underfunding um, mental health services in our country. Um, I think okay. that, um, this guy, 
I don't know if he was influenced by the internet. I mean, it, it really doesn't seem to be anything pointing to that, except for the fact that he has a lot of conspiracy theories. And that's really a lot of what you'll hear in that echo chamber of like 4chan and truth social and <laughs> wherever, <laughs> wherever the hell they hang out. I don't know where they hang out. <laughs> truth social, truth social is, a, is, a, is a good starting point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where they hang out because I don't know nothing about that. But Fox um, yeah, um, OAN. But is there definitely an issue going on in this country? Well, I mean, it's an old issue, right? Using the media uh, for fear mongering, right, to control the public, uh, especially to point them in the direction of what you want them to believe, but. He, he, yeah, he could be a victim of that. Um, you know, there's so many talking heads that say really, really dangerous things to a very mm-hmm. wide and broad audience. And no one is, is really holding these infotainment, mm. you know, infotainment people or, um, quote unquote journalists, you can't really call what they do journalism, but these talking heads, these pundits, nobody is holding them truly accountable for the really dangerous rhetoric that they're spewing. And then you have people who are outside of the mainstream with their podcasts and things like that, as we talk about this on a podcast, but who are, who, you know, the internet has provided a platform for everybody to voice their opinions, even if they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to just start thinking about when are we going to rein this in, or are we just going to continue to allow? I mean, I, 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 I get people's position on free speech and and things like that. I think the internet is a great forum for people to exchange ideas, but it's it can also be very dangerous, and it can give rise to people like, um, what was his name Justin? Yeah, Justin. Justin. Uh, Justin Moan. Just, yeah, just a moan or moan or you know whatever. Yeah. Mon, first of all, his sure. first of all, he should have had a better last name in life. <laughs> well, well, just, he got his last name from his dad. God rest him. God rest his soul. A federal worker. I think he was a federal, mailman. No, he was an engineer. Um, so not his father didn't do anything like directly politically, he wasn't a legislator. He was an engineer with the geo-environmental section of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, Philadelphia Mm. District. Mm, Um, Of course, the Army Corps of Engineers, I mean, do great work. They are the reason our levees hold and things like that. So, um, you know, just a really, really sad story, but it it is very true that there are a lot of dangerous uh, people out here spewing very dangerous rhetoric, and they have a platform to do it. Yes. So, like I said, there's an overall arcing theme for today's episode, and it's about media influence mm-hmm. and how it's affecting people. And, 
you know, it affected this young man, and he was a young man. It wasn't somebody that was, you know, I mean, in he's still his forties. They, they, is he still alive? Yeah, I, I said he affecting the young man. I didn't say he was dead. I just said he was a young man. Oh, you said he was a young man, so I didn't know if he was. Alive I mean, or not. yeah, I mean, he is. Excuse me, he is yeah. a young man. It affected by the media. Mm-hmm. One of the ways in which media is starting to affect the youth male youth in particular in particular mm-hmm. is this thing called manosphere and we're going to get to that next hey there podcast listeners it's bruce anthony here and welcome to another episode of unsolicited perspectives today i want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration liquid iv speaking of health and wellness let's dive into how liquid iv can fuel your well-being Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations, finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. All right, sis, before we get the manosphere, we need to set the stage of what we're actually going to be talking about. So Mm -hmm. a lot of this information comes from this article. And what's the name of the article again? It was an article in Business Insider, um, and it's titled, The Gen Z Gender Gap is Widening. And the influence of Manosphere podcasters cannot be ignored. It came out today. 
and um, it's got a lot of interesting information in it. So everybody's going to ask, what are they talking about this gender gap among Gen Z? So it's a, it's a phenomenon that's happening between obviously the genders and Gen Z men mm-hmm. and women. Um, and it, and it's happening with political divergence, right? Young women have become substantially more liberal over the past several years, whereas views held by young men have mostly remained the same. The divergence is leading to a, a gender gap in political views that is wider and diverging more rapidly than what is seen in previous generations. You know, some of this stuff is because of major things that's been happening. You have yeah. political events like the election of Donald Trump. You had the Me Too movement. You had the Supreme Court decision to overturn uh abortion rights, basically yeah. overturning Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things have had a really strong impact on women and women are just like, yo, to hell with all of this. Y'all are, y'all are belittling us, putting us down after all the work that feminists had done in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're not going back to that. Now, right. because women are standing up for themselves and saying that we're not going to take it, right? <laughs> There's been a backlash from young men mm-hmm. who uh, said, you know, the Me Too movement has gone a little bit too too far. Uh, basically, women, they're scared because women are gaining more and more control, gaining more and more of a voice. And uh, they're also really scared of changing of the gender norms, Right. What isn't discussed in this article, but should be discussed, is the fact that women don't need men no more financially, by and large, because women are out here making, getting their money. So Mm -hmm. what are men bringing to the table as far as dating is concerned? It can't be just your finances, though that is the case still some in some situations. Right. But you guys got to bring more to the the table than money and dick. Like, (laughs) because, because also... Women now have toys that's better than what you got. So if you ain't got, you know, if they don't need your money and they don't need that instrument, you need to bring something else to the table. This is a shock because these young men are saying, well, the generations before them didn't have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Every generation evolves. Yeah. You need to evolve and adapt. And they're not Gen Z, not every male. We're talking generalities here. Mm-hmm. Gen Z males are pushing back against feminism and embracing more of toxic masculinity. So you said you had notes before we actually go to the manosphere of how these things are are, are cultivating within these young men. But let's break down some of your thoughts on the article. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, Gen Z men are, for lack of a better word, they're struggling. They're struggling in society today. It's and it and it is not all their fault, right? They're they're falling behind in education, mm-hmm. uh, educational engagement, and outcomes. Um, they the rates of young male economic inactivity has risen considerably over the past twenty years. So that's basically dudes ain't getting no money. They ain't got no money. They, uh, they ain't got no money. Ain't getting no money. Right. Sexual activity has dropped. There well, is a loneliness crisis. Uh, yeah. Suicide rates have risen. Mm-hmm. So yes. they're, they're coming of age in a time of romantic rejection, mm-hmm. alienation, mm-hmm. economic failure, and 
they need an enemy. Mm. Mm. They need a definable enemy Mm -hmm. that will say, you know, it makes me think honestly of the time of enslavement and, and how there are more overseers than there were masters. Hmm. There were more, and, and and who do you think was more pissed off when we received emancipation? Oh, those overseers, right? Yeah. Because now you're tell they they had some they didn't have the money, but Mm-mm. they had a position. They had the power. They had power above, yeah. not real power. It was loaned no. power. Yeah. It wasn't it real was. power. It was, um, but they had a position above. Mm-hmm. And now they're having to there was work a hierarchy. alongside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a hierarchy. Yeah. Who who joined the posses? Those old overseers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the ones who were doing that. So it it makes me think of the same thing. People need an external enemy. And who better? than the people you were above, but who are now seeing higher educational outcomes, who are closing the wage gap. It's not closed yet. Yeah, closing. They ain't closed yet. But we're seeing more economic growth. Black women in this country are still number one in terms of entrepreneurship and starting new businesses. You're seeing women advocate for... um, uh mental health and therapy and and things like that and breaking generational curses and setting boundaries and things like that so these are people that you used to be in a position of power over mm-hmm. and now people are telling you you have to work alongside them mm. yeah it's and easier. men aren't taking it well. Yeah, they're well, not I, I, gonna take it. Right. So <laughs> it's interesting. It's funny. I never even thought about that loaned power because you're absolutely right. Overseers mm-hmm. had loaned power, and mm-hmm. men by and large had this loaned respectability. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know, there was some out. Th- there were some men out there that was out there taking care of the families, bringing home the bread. That there was that old traditional male where the wife was a homemaker. But mm-hmm. there were some men out there that was not doing that, but they still right. were better than that woman who was the Susie homemaker. Who, if she did go to college, it was only for nursing or to be a school teacher, mm-hmm. like that or secretary. Or did I don't even did they even have to go to college to be a secretary? Yeah, yeah, to learn okay. shorthand and typing and all of that. Okay, all right, all right. I I stand some corrected. Light, some light accounting. So that sucks, but also, I'm I'm not saying I agree with it. So let me just let me say that first. I do not agree with it. I understand. And also, it, let's be clear: men with their shit together are not in the manosphere. No, they are not. These are well. There might be men. You're talking about mentally and emotionally with their shit together. And they got some money in their pocket. And I I know for a fact, you look at the men, we're going to get to the point, we're going to get later in the show where we talk about the influencers in this Mm -hmm. manosphere. Uh, They have money. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about the opportunists. Yeah. I'm talking about the people within the manosphere, the actual community of people within the manosphere. 
Yeah. Uh, I, yes. And, and for those men, uh, we'll get into later those incels and things of that nature who are basically celibate because they can't get no woman. Um, you got to bring more to the table than just I have a good job. Like I right. said, that's not getting that can get you women. That can get you a certain type of woman, but mm-hmm. that's not getting you women if you never developed a personality. You know, what are your interests? Right. Um, if all you're doing is talking about, you know, your job and your material possessions, some women still absolutely dig that. You can find your lane. You just yes. competing with a lot of men that might be better off than you financially. So those mm-hmm. women that are attracted to that type of thing. You're going to be down on the on the pecking order. What do we, what yeah. do we establish that that uh, what was that the totem pole? Which one was yeah. the high and the low? We didn't we couldn't figure that out. Which was bad being on the low or the high of the totem pole? Oh, you want to you don't want to be the low man on the totem pole yeah, because you're be supporting everybody above you. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So okay, so we've been going on and on and on about this manosphere. Yeah. What is it? So the Manosphere is a network of online communities focused on men's issues and generally genuinely holds anti-feminist views. Mm -hmm. Uh, They express that feminism is harmful. The Manosphere often views feminism as harmful to society and men, not just men, to society. So they look at it as women uh, getting education, going out there, getting their money is a detriment to society. And you know where that comes from, right? That comes from if women are out there working and, and doing all these things, who's going to be home taking care of the kids? Because right. they had this outdated view. Once again, going to one of the issues that they have, the changing of the gender norms, they have this mm-hmm. outdated view of what life is. They, right. they want to go back to the 60s. No, they don't. And that's, the, uh, that's another thing. And here's why they, they buy in a lot to gender roles, those traditional gender roles, and the gender binary. But here's why it doesn't work and why it ultimately is unnatural. Because they are saying they want to go back to the time where the man was the breadwinner and the head of the household and the woman was the housekeeper. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they're decrying what they call, quote unquote, gold diggers. Mm -hmm. Right? At the Mm -hmm. same time, they want you to go 50-50 on the bills. Right. But but still pick up 100% of the care of the children. Like they yeah. don't. They want, but they don't want. They like this, but they don't want that. But they also want, like it, it's never really defined what you actually want. What are you actually looking for? And the reason is, is because it is an unnatural position to put both parties into, mm-hmm. to put both parties into this tiny little box where you can only act this way and you can only be this way and nothing else, or you're not a woman or you're not a man. But even within that binary, there is still so much hypocrisy and and confusion like it sounds confusing we as women have no idea what men are actually looking for because it's you're getting such conflicting messages that's what i wanted to talk the messages (laughs) is conflicting as hell now why would men be confused what are some of the most confused males in the world I, tell me T- teenagers why yeah. why 
because a lot of them aren't having sex. You need mm-hmm. that after sex clarity. So these <laughs> so these men are out here. <laughs> these men are out here with no after sex clarity. Right. Just confused and running around. They're teenagers. So uh, this manosphere, feminism is a big enemy because mm-hmm. it, it threatens society. It also creates this idea that men are being prejudiced against. So that mm-hmm. was the that was their situation. There was their angst against the Me Too movement. Now, right. I, I have something to say about that. If men out here not realizing how often women are being sexually assaulted, y'all are stupid. Was it a statistic that I read one time that every two and three women have been sexually assaulted? Now, the, the sexual assault varies, right? Mm-hmm. Groping to full-on sexual assault. I don't like saying that the that the R word, but the full yeah. on sexual assault, it varies. But every basically every woman that you know in your life has been sexually assaulted somehow. Women have to walk around in fear mm-hmm. all of the time because men think that women are their possession. This is another thing that's preached in the manosphere, that males are the superiority and women are there to be their property. Yes. And you have women out there that are afraid that things happen to them and they don't speak up because for various reasons, there Mm -hmm. are various reasons why women don't speak up. And there are various reasons why if one woman speaks up, it gives another woman courage to speak up. That's the reason why you saw domino effects of all these women coming forward, talking against Weinstein, against Cosby. Hell, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's getting ready to come out about Vince McMahon. You know, it's the reason why it's 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 one person gives another person the strength to yeah. speak their truth. These idiots are out here saying, and 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 I already talked about Vince McMahon on the show on Tuesday, but I read the comments. Vince McMahon did something horrible. He was a part of something absolutely horrible to this young lady. And I read these comments, and these guys are like, "Well, she took the money. It wasn't she didn't mind that bad when she was getting this and that." It was a deal that she had because they was getting, you know, he gave her a good job. Yes, he did give her a good job. And they did have a consensual relationship in the beginning. But when he starts pimping her out to his friends and she's like, I'm not feeling this. And he's like, you're going to do it anyway. That's when it crosses the line. If any man doesn't understand that, if any man doesn't understand that, go to jail. Because I guarantee you, when you step foot and you're those, those bars clash behind you, you're going to know what it's like to be treated as a woman because you're meat in prison. Don't nobody want to talk about that. No man right. wants to go to prison and like, oh, man, that's stuff. Like, yeah. What do you think men do out there to women? It's the same thing that men do to men in prison. Yeah. So that fear that you have being in prison, that's the fear that women live with every single day. Men need to shut the hell up. When a woman says she's been assaulted, look, are there women out there that lie? Yes. But how often is it? Few and far between. There are more women, I guarantee you, I can I bet my life on it. There are more women that don't say anything than there right. are women who lie. That's absolutely true. Not even close. So these are all the things that are happening in the mental sphere. Mm-hmm. And these are podcasts and television shows that that 
algorithms are pushing to these young men. Yes. And I will tell you, because I'm the one who clears the comments that on our YouTube page and mm -hmm. we get a ton of comments and mm -hmm. people are like, well, I look at your videos. I don't see a lot of comments because let me tell you something. Me and my sister, this is a prime example. This episode talk about real shit. Yeah. And those men don't like it. And so there's a lot of negativity on YouTube. But if I start talking about how men are superior to women and I start feeding in, in the manosphere, I'm going to get a lot of right on, preach on, brother. That's what I'm talking about. There's going to be a lot of likes, a lot of comments. Mm -hmm. So YouTube is pushing algorithms. IG, TikTok are pushing these algorithms because mm -hmm. if you click it one time, the algorithm says, oh, you like it. It's going to start yeah. feeding it and bombarding it with you. And these kids fall in, kids, these men fall into this, this toxic. But kids also. Kids, all, yeah. Yes. That's the major problem because we're talking about Gen Z. And yes, there are some 20-year-olds that are in Gen Z, but the majority of them are basically teenagers right now. That's mm -hmm. specifically what I'm talking about. They're being influenced by some of these podcast influencers who are using them, gaming them, because yes. they're getting money from it. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I... I... I get why you use the analogy, the, the prison analogy, but the reason why analogies like that don't work for guys in the manosphere to incels and men's right active men's rights activists and things like men's, that men's rights act there's there's men's rights and father rights activists now okay yes all right okay. um the reason why it doesn't work is because inherent in analogies like that is like the foundational idea that you see people as human beings Mm. preach to them and because they don't see women as human beings they are property mm -hmm. that's why i i you can find such parallels in in the manosphere with how people acted during enslavement and and post emancipation and all of that toward or now women. or now or now yeah or now because right I, I was having an interesting conversation with somebody and they were saying in the army, in our armed forces, they will come up with these derogatory names for the enemy, mm -hmm. which basically helps the, sol the soldier dehumanize their yes. enemy yeah. so that they can attack. Well, this is a common tactic in America. We often dehumanize our enemy. You see it in a lot of things that happened with Justin in the first segment. He mm -hmm. talked about leftists, woke. BLM for some reason has become a a a rallying cry for for those people to it's downgrade. for anti-black racism. It's anti-black. Yeah, it's anti-black. Yeah. It's anti-black. Anytime somebody says BLM in a, in a derogatory manner, you you telling on yourself. I know exactly yeah. who the hell you are. Yeah. Um but that's that's what it is and so you're right. It's a dehumanization of women. Mm -hmm. And other men because if you have cuz I guarantee uh, you've probably seen comments where you're a simp, cuck, beta. These are all, these are all, again, buzzwords, right? To dehumanize. Oh, you think I didn't? I just had Dr. Aram Weiss talking about men's fear of mm -hmm. women. 
and I post some clips on YouTube. Oh, hell yeah. There was a lot of comments from, from those men. Oh, there's some simp stuff. And, and you know, what's really funny to me, all these guys, and we'll get into the main target in, in the next segment. We can bring him up now. Andrew Tate. We're going to talk about Andrew Tate's ass because uh, he is a former professional boxer. But mm-hmm. most of these guys that say these things would never say it to my face because I am coming out there like a black Jack Reacher and will snatch their eyeball out of their mouth. Their 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 keyboard out tough of their guys. Mouth? Yeah, snatch their eyeball out of their mouth. Out of their mouth. That's right. You reach in, you put your fist through their mouth. And, and then, then you, what through the sinus? I'm trying to figure sinus, out through the sinus. You 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 do the sinus. You go in through the sinus. Yeah. You pluck it and you pluck, you pull it down down their throat. Pull it through their throat and the fallopian tubes and pull it out their mouth. No, those aren't those aren't there. <laughs> I, you sure? No, I'm positive. <laughs> positive. The, there are no fallopian tubes. Yeah, well, you know, I don't in know. In the throat. In the throat. In the throat. Yeah. Okay. All right. All I right. am, um, yeah, pretty positive about that. But basically, you know, staying on manosphere, mm-hmm. um, it's impacting young men because it's often, the manosphere is often blamed for the negativity shaping young men's attitudes towards gender equality mm-hmm. and feminism. Yeah. Um, gender equality, like, I made a mistake earlier. When I said, you know, two genders, male and female, mm-hmm. there's more than that. But for this purpose, we're talking in the we're, gender we're, yeah. binary because that's where they operate. That that's where they operate. But yeah, they they're coming. In, they, I, I, and it's there's this male separatism. The ideology the of the manosphere is centered on male separatism, and some groups advocate for complete disengagement from women. Now. Personally, mm-hmm. that sounds to me that they just don't want women. A lot of it is that. A lot <laughs> so- of it is they just hate women. But but more than that, no, they no, hate no, that's themselves. not what I meant by that. That's not no, what I meant no, by that. yeah, no. And there was a question about that. Who was a jackass that died? Um, but he was very I, wait popular. A minute, damn, <laughs> time out. You just said the jackass that died. Yeah, that's how you was, go. That's how you go. Phrase that the man yeah. is dead. I, I'm assuming that the jackass is male. The man is dead, yeah. and you yeah. just go call him. Is he recently dead? Yeah, I mean, not. <laughs> I mean, not, not recently. What was that man's name? Uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin. Not Kevin Smith. Kevin. You talking about Kevin Owen? No, not Kevin Owens. Ke- uh, Keith Lee? No, not Keith Lee. Uh, Kevin. Uh, I know you talking Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, that's it. Yeah, you're talking about Kevin Samuels. Yeah, I think there was some... He did uh, just die recently, though. Yeah, it was like, yeah, he did. Uh, it was uh, last year. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, <laughs> there was some... That I think he had a video or something that uh, talking about that separatist stuff, and there was a rumor that he may have been homosexual. Um, but hmm. it, it's it's... It's sort of like taking control of your own narrative. So like, say for instance, there's something about you that people make fun of, right? Mm -hmm. And so you kind of preempt that by making jokes about it before they do. So it's Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a separatist. No, women don't mess with you. But instead (laughs) instead of like taking ownership of that, 
You're you ugly not. and corny and women don't rock with you like that. Right. Because because to them, the fact that women are not attracted to them is just what's wrong with society. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of like self-reflection saying, hey, maybe I should get a haircut. Maybe <laughs> I should. Maybe well, I if should. they can't grow no hair? Well, if they can't grow no hair. Well, maybe I should, you know, lather it up, put some shea butter on my head or something. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should get a new wardrobe. Maybe I should read a book. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll go back to school or learn a trade or uh, leave the current job I'm in and try something else or start a business. Or maybe I'll move out (laughs) my mama basement and stop, you know stop with the Twitter fingers and and put my hands to use. Like there's, you know, there's a, there's a lady on TikTok and she was like, all these men with podcasts, when are, when are one of y'all going to go build a house? Well, some of us don't have that type of ability. Okay. But you know, but you, you want women to go back to those traditional roles. I, I don't, I personally don't. And that I don't want to build you a house. Yeah. Yeah. That's you specifically. But it's like, okay, we'll go build a house then. <laughs> go be a carpenter. You know? Go I ain't be Jesus. A I'm right. not Jesus. Okay. So I, but, yeah, I don't, but I don't question no more from women than yeah. what I'm, willing to put in the situation. I don't expect them to follow certain uh, gender roles. Um, That's just, that's just me personally. Uh, But you also, what I'm I'm a almost 44 year old single male. So maybe I got, (laughs) maybe I got it all wrong. Maybe I need to be in the manosphere. No, you don't. (laughs) No, no. Okay. Well, they ain't no women either. Right. They want a complete separation. uh, At, at, at At least you date. Like uh, yeah, they, yeah, they, they ain't getting no play. They ain't getting no, no play. Yeah, but I instead, did. but again, instead of that self-reflection, you have men who have deluded themselves, first of all, in this, in the manosphere, who have deluded themselves into thinking that they're actually good men. Mm. You're not. I've seen the stuff you guys say online. You're not. You're not good men. Um, if you were, you would get women, but you don't. Mm-hmm. Um Instead of that self-reflection, they're turning their ire, that hatred that they have for themselves, mm-hmm. and they're projecting it onto, again, needing a definable enemy. And who but better that is than also, women? That is also human nature. Human nature is first that's, to deflect rather than reflect. Or that's inflect. why we see it. Which word, which word is it? Which word? What? And when you look inward. You reflect. Reflect. Yeah. Okay. Or, so, or you deflect. might be thinking of introspection, which but that is doesn't the same. work with deflect. You're you're the linguist. I need help yeah. with these words. Instead of <laughs> instead of them reflecting, they reflecting, deflect. They but deflect. Yeah, but, yeah. But that's why you see again the same behavior in all of these systems of oppression. It's the mm-hmm. same behavior over and over. When you go and you look at the LGBTQ community and you see the treatment that trans people get from their own community of people, right? Because everybody thinks the LGBTQ plus community is all kumbaya. No, no, they are not. No, they are, th- are not. There are some full turfs up in there. Like yes, yeah. So be beef between people who are gay and people who are bisexual. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be yeah. like real beef. And I was like, I don't understand this beef. I don't understand the beef because I'm I'm an ally to the community, but I'm not in the community. Right. Um, 
so I don't understand the beef, but it's not for me to understand. It's just like, yeah. hey, we got beef. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, maybe we can all just get along. <laughs> you know, maybe, yeah. maybe we all can get just get along. But but um, this kind of behavior, it's a tale as old as time. Like you see mm. it over and over. How does one become a Nazi? How does one <laughs> become a Klan member? How does one become, you know, like you see it. Yeah. I mean, you see it over and over again. <laughs> Instead of seeking seeking out healthy community and therapy, mm-hmm. you have very lonely, very lost men who are being preyed upon and taken advantage of by opportunists. Ooh, opportunists. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to them next. So we were talking about the manosphere, mm-hmm. but who are these people that are in a manosphere that are major influencers? Well, we already talked about Andrew Tate. And if yeah. you don't know who Andrew Tate is, he's a misogynist yes. influencer. He's a former boxing champion. Uh, he was also arrested on suspicion of rape and sex, uh, sex trafficking in, in 2022. I don't remember what's going on with that court case, but I knew when it happened. I was like, that sounds about right. Uh, it's still that, pending. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not like, listen, the only people who listen to what he says and doesn't immediately think, hey, is he trafficking human beings are people in the manosphere. Right. But and any other normal human being listening to Andrew Tate would be like, I feel like this guy is a criminal. Yeah. And he there's something that came out recently where um, um, he was pitching something to kids. A lot of kids were signing up for it and paying for it. And it was a scam or something like that. He's a scam mm-hmm. artist. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's a scammer. Yeah. Um, but just to prove, just to prove in that binary definition of gender, male and females, that it's not all men that are in the manosphere. manosphere. Mm-hmm. There's Pearl Davis. Yes, I can't stand <laughs> this heifer. Now, I felt yeah. like when she started, I think she got progressively worse. But hold on. For, for yeah. people that don't know who Pearl Davis is, it's a woman who promotes many similar ideas to Tate's, including that women shouldn't vote. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast. I'm not promoting any of their podcasts. Like no. I, I'm not going to tell you what the name of the podcast is. Absolutely not. Like no, I'm not going to do that. But she's interesting because I remember discovering her on TikTok, kind of when TikTok was first coming out, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that she was saying weren't extreme. Right. Right. She was just saying she was basically saying a lot of stuff that we would say that. Uh, men and women had to make sure in the beginning, she would say men and women had to make sure that you date who it is that you're trying to fit in your life. Meaning that if you want a partner and you want to go 50, 50, then don't date a woman who wants to be a home, uh, maker. Yeah. I say that all the time. Date people with similar value systems. Right. Uh, so she used the preset in the beginning and then. Slowly but surely, and I know how it happened, I can see the thirstiness in it because I almost sometimes fall victim to it. But, you know, I can't be bought. Mm -hmm. Um, But you post something on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube and it gains traffic and -hmm. you're like, oh, that feels good. I'm going to lean into that because I know it'll gain traffic. And she's a woman 
promoting these misogynistic values. So when That's men, not- when most of the men hate women and say that we need to be separatists, they're going to choose her to be the champion because people always choose that one person in a group, Tim Scott, that will champion their cause, right? White people <laughs> love Tim Scott yeah. because he'll say the things that they say, but now it's a black person saying it. Oh, Tim Scott said the country isn't racist, so we were right all along. No. No. No, you were not. No. But Tim, but so, so these men in the manosphere will put their arm around Pearl because she's yeah. she's speaking what they deem is their truth. Um, and then you got you Myron know, Gaines. Um, oh, yeah. He wrote Those. Why Women Deserve Less um, and argues that modern women are unfairly benefiting from feminism at men's expense. His hairline um, deserves less. <laughs> and basically, it's all these people that uh, that are pushing these themes out. And they're getting rich. They're getting rich off of it. Rich. And you know what? I don't know if they believe exactly what they're saying. They don't. And 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 I can tell uh even Kevin Samuels was not the extreme. He was actually a lot more uh moderate or you know talking about gender equality, but that wasn't getting him likes and clicks and views. Mm-hmm. And when he realized that he could capitalize on this incel culture then that's when you see it check the they shift. are they are c- purely opportunists purely opportunists and pearl is not an anomaly Mm-mm. the way that roe v wade was able to be overturned the way that donald trump got into office the first time and may possibly get into office a second time is not going to be just through men alone yeah, so there are women that are there supporting them. The same women who made picnic baskets for the men going out for the lynching and who sewed <laughs> them damn Ku Klux Klan hoods. Them same right. women. Mm-hmm. Okay, they the or same. Or were there at the lynching? Or were there at the lynching? And then, I, and then also, let's be clear: I'm not just talking about white women because you can go down to any AME Zion Baptist Church and find a Miss Pearl. Who is talking about the same a black bullshit? Pearl. A black Miss yes. Pearl. A Miss Pearly, Sister Pearl. Okay, Sister Deaconess, Pearl. There we go. Deaconess Pearl, who is talking about the same bullshit mm-hmm. that these guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. I remember They're, when women were women. That's yes. what they'll say. Yeah. When you hear a woman say something like that, the she ones right that on are, the, she right on the outside of that manosphere. The ones that are so critical, especially of young women. Oh, she fast. She mm-hmm. this, she that. And Just she might her. be fast, but so what? That's not your damn business. It's not your business. It's not your damn business. So none of these people are anomalies. Opportunists will always find a way to cash in on grievances. Donald Trump is an opportunist. He's doing this exact same thing. Most politicians are opportunists in that way, mm-hmm. where they cash in on your grievances. The whole weapons of mass destruction. We even we got into a damn war off a lie, capitalizing off of people's grievances. It mm-hmm. is an old playbook, and it still works. And these people are rich. And the fact that you, uh, your their hatred and your bias is so ingrained that you can't even see when you're being played. 
played for filth is the saddest part of all of that, that your need for community and belonging and to have someone to blame for how shitty your life is has made you completely blind to the fact that you are being used and quite frankly, abused Mm -hmm. by these people who are making dollar. First of all, my opinion is free. Yeah. So, well, if they if they we, really we give we give perspectives, um, but that ain't free. By the no, way, no, no, no. I mean, donate but I mean, and support the podcast. Oh yeah, because <laughs> my opinion ain't free. But like, <laughs> right. you know, an opinion is free, right? So right. if these are people who really care about men's rights, why are they charging you for it? Mm. Mm. Why are you going after children? Who well, have if disposable I, income. If I remember correctly, Malcolm and Martin didn't charge no. for their speeches on equality for men. Because we in African we in uh black is it African American History Month or Black American mm. History Month? Mm. I don't like the term African American. I like black on American. On that better. note, everybody. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> the black card has been revoked. It is no, Black History Month. <laughs> Some people call dub. it African American History Month. Some people I don't do. know anybody to call it. Some people that. do. <laughs> some white people, I, some white people I, would, I know. I would take like, Negro African History Amer- Week before <laughs> no. I will take no. African American History Week. No, I had, a, I had a white person come up to me and just like, it's African American History Month. I was like, it's Black History Month. Yeah. Uh, Black History Month. Uh, uh, isn't African American better? I was like, I personally don't like the term African American because there are some people who are African American who are white. Because they're, they're African. Uh, American. Charlie Thazon yeah. is a prime example. She's oh. African-American. Well, I don't know who Charlie Thazon is, but Charlize Theron, I do know. And that... <laughs> Look, you know I'm going to mess up a name or two. <laughs> uh, you know, Charlize it's Theron, just, you know her it's, real it's, name is Charlie Thazon. It's just that, it's not that I don't like the term African-American, it's just that it's not accurate. Um, right, it's not accurate. You know, because there are... Africans who are American, mm-hmm. you know, they've immigrated from Africa. Right. They are yeah. African American. Well, it um, is. We can both agree it's better than Afro American, which is something that Black people were called in this country at one time. We called Afro- ourselves that. Did we? Are you yes. sure? We called ourselves that. We didn't want to be colored anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we so. did buy a hairstyle, even though there are white people that have Afros. But okay. I don't know that Afro-American is really connected to the Afro hairstyle. I actually, I'll have to look that up because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you look there, but that, that's something certain. that we look up in Black History Month. But just so everybody knows that we're not bashing men all show because right. right. we're getting close to the end here. Mm-hmm. You sent me something that actually yeah. offended me that you <laughs> that you thought that I would think a certain way about it. So uh, we don't have the video. So I'll give a synopsis of the video. There are two mm-hmm. people on a date. Was it a dating show? I believe it was a dating show. Yes. Okay. There's two, two, uh, a black male and a black female on a date and they're doing, you know, 
what you do on the first date. Ask a bunch of questions. Yeah. And as so he was asking, doing like a rapid fire type of 20 questions yeah. type of thing. Rapid so he would fire. say black or white, uh, you know, up or down, you know, spring or fall, beach or mm-hmm. mountains, you know, like things Michael like or that. Prince, Michael right. or Prince. Like these were the questions that he was asking. And in the middle of those questions, he asked choked or spanked. Uh, she was offended that he would put a sexual context into questions and said, basically, uh, look, you know, that was a sexual comment. I'm not Mm -hmm. comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. If you would like to continue on with this date, we can continue on with this date, but we're not going to go down that direction. Right. And he proceeded to gaslight her. And say, well, uh, that's not a sexual question. She was like, how is that not a sexual question? And I'm trying to figure out how that isn't a sexual question. Because that's a sexual question. Well, and it wasn't even like he said it like that. It was more like, I didn't mean it in that way. Or you didn't didn't give me the respect of asking me whether I meant it in a sexual way. Right. That's what he said. And she was just like, I think any human being who heard that would say... Which is a perfect thing to say to a gaslighter yeah. of like, mm, actually, anybody with common sense right. would hear that and immediately know that you it, it does have a sexual connotation. And all, all she simply said was, that's not something I'm comfortable with asking. He doubled down on it. I asked you something, you know, you, how do you feel about that? And she's like, I'm not comfortable with it. But if you want to continue this date, you know, just drop it. We'll just move on. Mm-hmm. And he and tripled down. <laughs> he, yes, he tripled down. Mm-hmm. And she walked out. Yep. She walked out. So you sent this video to me and you were like, what do you think? And I was like, what do you mean what I think? I think that she was right. That was great. I, I applaud the sister for, for walking out on a date. And you were so happy. I was like, damn it, Jay. Like, what? Like, who do you think I am to think well, that I, now, I, would, now, I would be on his side? Now, old Bruce... Uh, old Bruce wouldn't even been on his side. Old Bruce would have been like, she ain't had to get up and walk out like no, that. No, no, she no, 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 no. Old you Bruce, don't think e- so? No, even when, because when she said, hey, you was ill for what you just said, mm-hmm. but I'm going to continue on with this. Let's just move past it. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, cool. If she had, I, the fact of the matter is, like, I knew I would have been wrong if I had said something like that. So I wouldn't have been upset if she had bounced. No, yeah. there was no part of Bruce's life where Bruce would, and I hate referring to myself as a third person, but there's no <laughs> part of my life where I would have been like, this is cool. What yeah. I was most impressed about is that I said, okay, because I, I always like to gauge things by going in the comments. Mm-hmm. So I went into the comments and I was like, I know what women's position is going to be. Yeah. Let me hear what some of the men were saying. And all the men were saying the exact same thing. It's kind of easy because this was absolutely egregious what yeah. this man was doing. But yeah. it was still the the fact that even though we talk about the manosphere and there's a lot of people in Gen Z and and millennials and Gen X, and this is really a boomer thing, um, mm-hmm. that, that have these type of thoughts, there are a lot of men out there that don't have these type of thoughts mm-hmm. as well. So- right. Uh, I was really, really, that's what I was most pleased about. I was happy about, I was as happy about that as you were about my comment, even though when you were so happy about that, my comment, I was actually offended that you were so happy. I was not actually happy. I honestly just wanted your thoughts on what, 
on what the what you saw. I just wanted your thoughts, and I thought you know it might be something interesting for the show. Uh, it was well, it, it would have been better if there was if she if she wasn't if there was some wiggle room in between what he said and her actions, but there weren't. They these were clear cut. Yeah, he knew she, what he was doing. He knew what he was saying. Mm-hmm. She set a boundary. She said, let's continue on. She Not only did she not get up and walk out, she gave right. this young brother another chance mm-hmm. when she didn't have to because it was disrespectful from the jump. But she mm-hmm. took that and was like, hey, I'm going to give you... I would date this young lady. She wasn't really my type, but I would date this young lady just because she'd give a brother a second chance because I'm going to mess up two, three, four yeah. times. Yeah, and I think that was I think that was fair, honestly. Mature, that was a real mature way of handling it. Yeah, because I don't know that I would have, especially... You definitely wouldn't have. Well... You personally? If he would have asked a question and I would have said, I'm not comfortable with asking, you know, with answering that, and then would have come back with the, so how'd you feel about that? And I, well, I said what I said, I'm not comfortable with... Jay, I know you. We, but I would have said, can we move on? I don't know. I mean, can we stop talking about it and move on? Or I probably would have had the same reaction. As okay. Can we well, move yeah. on? And yeah. if you can't move on, then that lets me know. If you will do this first meeting me, first like meeting. you ain't even putting your good foot forward. You're Not immediately even. gaslighting me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It ain't going to get no better. No I'm gonna go ahead and cut my losses. So I'm gonna take <laughs> right. this mic off. I'm hopping an Uber and I'm going home. Cause she sure enough did. Yeah. All right, Jay. That's gonna go ahead and wrap it up for today. What do you want to tell the people out there? You know, you said something in it, and it's very true. There are men with their stuff together who mm-hmm. are not in this manosphere and who support and love uh, the women in their lives and who know that we are not living in a zero sum world where women getting equality um, or equity in, in society is not going to take away from anybody else. Right. There's more than enough for us to share. Y'all never shared before. (laughs) It was more than enough. (laughs) Like, right. There are definitely men out there like that that those men are who are going to be pivotal for combating the men in the manosphere mm-hmm. yeah it's not going to be it's not going to be women they don't see us as human beings they're not going to listen to us the reason why the civil rights movement was uh successful is because Dr. King knew they weren't going to listen, but if they saw it, they saw the injustice, they saw the hoses and the dogs and the beating and all of that, then they couldn't help but feel some type of way about it. So I am not comfortable putting women in a position where they got to put their bodies on the line in order Mm -hmm. to get someone to care. And I honestly don't think that it'll work because Mm -hmm. our, our, bodies are um essentially the playground for which they you know exert their political power right mm. so mm-hmm. it's it's not like us putting our bodies on the line is going to 
move the needle at all. It is going to take other men holding men accountable. It's going to take other men saying, hey, young brother, <laughs> listen here. Right. You got to treat a woman right. Like, where are those uncles at? Well, you got to treat your woman right. You got right. to take your ass home. Go on, take your ass home. Like, you know, right. like, where, where, where is that old uncle? Where is he at? Uh, he because that, no Gen Z is in dire need of that old uncle. That is perpetually single, but well, does let me have be that old uncle. Pretty, you gotta decent. treat him right. Yeah, treat him like you want to be treated. You got yeah. to treat him right. You got to treat him right. All right, Jay, I couldn't say it any better than that. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for watching. And until next time, as always, I'll holla. Whew, that was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock with will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast but the real party is on our patreon page after hours uncensored and talking straight ish after hours uncensored is another show with my sister and once again the key word there is uncensored those are exclusively on our patreon page jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us that's where you can get all of our audio video our blogs and even buy our merch and if you're really feeling genuine and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donations go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciated most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time audi 5000 peace